0: Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the johnny cleveland podcast it is friday june 23rd and we are happy to have you along part of the F- fanatical elves network i am your host john suchan and thanks for joining us if you're watching here on youtube or on twitter it's fr- it's a fun friday so i always tell my son grant man grant just went off to work on his uh he works at a, at a doggy daycare. So if you're a Browns fan, that's a good thing, right? Because we we love our dogs. And Grant man, uh, many of you have uh, met Grant. If you've watched this podcast in the past, our Johnny Cleveland podcast, he sometimes might be my co-host. And uh, Grant has special needs. He has autism. And one of his uh, jobs that he does on Fridays is to go work with a, a, a lot of dogs and help out. And so... Hopefully he's having a fun Friday. That's what I always say when he leaves the house. Hope you're having a fun Friday. And uh, we're going to talk brownies today. Also, a little Cleveland news last night, if you follow the Cleveland Cavaliers. I also write for King James Gospel, which is part of the fan-sided community that writes on the Cavs. The Cavs did pick up um, Amani Bates with the pick number 49 from Eastern Michigan started his career at Memphis. He was a highly touted high school kid, uh, actually middle school kid. They thought he might be the next Kevin Durant. Reading up a little bit on Terry Pluto's excellent article in the uh, Cleveland Plain Dealer this morning. Love Terry Pluto. Many of you know who I'm talking about as far as writers. And uh, if you get an opportunity to read his stuff, it's it's great. I I, I try to write myself and try to emulate kind of Terry's, takes and the way that he approaches his articles. So the Cavs did pick up this Amani, uh, Bates, and there's some controversy there just because he's, uh, was so, um, was highly touted coming out of middle school and high school. And he was projected to be a potential NBA lottery pick and the Cavs took him at 49 last night in the second round. We'll see what happens. He, he, it will be a project. Um, he had a decent career at Eastern Michigan, had a few uh, good games. I know a lot of the younger Cavs fans that I write with at, at King James Gospel have also uh, are excited about this pick, so we'll see how it all projects. You know, when you think about the Cavs and the uh, reminiscing us old Cleveland fans about the, the good old days back in, oh, the 1980s. You remember that 1986 NBA draft? with the Cavaliers, what a great draft that was. Mark Price, Brad Doherty, um, just great stuff there. And uh, that team also included what uh, uh, Craig Elo, Hot Rod Williams, Larry Nance Sr. Don't forget about Ron Harper, Mm, if it weren't for those Chicago Bulls, and Michael Jordan. Anyway, so back to the Browns. It's been a full week and um, we're right around the corner from the Browns opening up training camp. They did release some dates coming up here for the general public to attend training camp. I believe it starts that latter part of July where fans and season ticket holders can get their first grab at those tickets to attend. I've done this uh, before. Maybe you have as well. It's really a great experience. You get, up close and personal with the team and get to see their workouts that, that day. I'm also going to be part of, uh, mentioned this before Josh uh, Brown's president of the local Wichita Brown's backers is coming into town with the, uh, presidents, uh, the Brown's do a great job, organized organizationally of giving the uh, Brown's backers presidents, a, a, a up close and personal, uh, look at the organization. They're having a dinner with Joe Thomas, that weekend in um, later part of August before the season kicks off also includes a trip down to the football hall of fame. So I will be part of that looking forward to that experience. So thank you, Cleveland Browns. So the Browns uh, it's kind of that dead period. We've been talking about it on our other shows. We had a great fanatical elves show last night with our colleague, Steve Gill down there in Nashville, who's just started his new podcast, the dog pound South Show and then Elliot, um, who also does football, rocket science, and science, and rocket science, uh, philosophy that is, um, with his partner Joel K. They have a, a podcast together and they do a great job on that. Also, Joel does his own, uh, What the Elf Was That show. So, all these shows, including Rod Bloom, who does the Browns Blitz, just do a great job every week. I love listening to their content. Love listening to what they're talking about every week. And it's really right on target with what all of us Browns fans are talking about. And their takes are, are really good. And so if you listen to our Fanatical Elves Network show last night, we also gave had a giveaway. North uh California fan uh won the free giveaway for the Browns really nice metal license plate. So congratulations to him. We will be mailing that out part of our Fanatical Elves Network. So Follow along, as I say, every week. Uh, if you know, have friends or family that are Browns fans, tell them to start tuning in. You can join us on all sorts of platforms from Apple to Spotify to iHeart Radio. You can email the show at elvesnetwork at gmail.com. If you have questions, uh, we'd love to hear from you what your what your concerns are with the Brownies, what, what you're expecting uh, this year. Love to read those takes on air. So send us your emails at elvesnetwork, ELFZ network at gmail.com. So this week was a little bit of a down week. I wrote a couple articles about the Browns and particularly about Miles Garrett and Nick Chubb. You can if you're watching this on the uh, YouTube or Twitter, you'll see a the in the background a picture of Nick Chubb. Uh, that article I wrote earlier uh, for Northeast Sports Insiders. They do a great job of covering Cleveland sports and also high school sports in the northeastern Ohio area. Natalie Turk is the leader there. We also get a lot of support. I should not mention by, from Cleveland Sports Talk, Zach Shafron does a great job of supporting our network here at the Fanatical Elves. And we really appreciate all of the support you give us, too. So I wrote an article for Northeastern Sports Insiders about Nick Chubb, and the masterpiece that is the one Nick Chubb. It really is something that we are witnessing uh, history in the, in the making. He is more than likely going to be a future Hall of Famer if he, knock on wood, like we talked talking last night on the show, stays out of any sort of medical injuries over the, the next extension of his career. If he continues to do what he's been doing the last five seasons at the rate that he's doing it, it really is phenomenal. It's phenomenal because, you know, every time he gets on the field of play, he's helping the team out. There are so many examples of that. Even when he's not rushing the ball, the defenses have to account for him when he's on the field. Uh, We were talking last night about the game against the Cincinnati Bengals back in 2021 and Brown's won that game pretty handily. And, he only he ran the ball 17 times but he only was on the field a total of 27 uh, plays offensively but he does all those things just are so impressive that he with the limited number of runs he gets with the number of plays that he's actually in there and I got to give props like I said last night to Kevin Stefanski and the coaching staff for really keeping him on pace Chubb as far as the, the percentages that he is out there on the field I think that's speaks highly of what the coaches are trying to do. And it's trying to keep Nick Chubb healthy. And that's what we want. We want a healthy Nick Chubb. So, uh, talked a little bit about him. I'm also doing an article. that's coming out on dog pound daily about Nick Chubb's, uh, great, uh, games that he has had over his career. So many, right. I, I'm trying to put together a top 10 list. You might have your favorite Nick Chubb games. The, uh, don't want to give away all the games that I talked about on that show on that uh, article, but who can, who could not remember the, I mean, the very first moment you saw Nick Chubb in a game um, in the NFL back in 2018, Carlos Hyde had been the running back coming into the season with Hugh Jackson back in 2018. And Nick Chubb had been uh, drafted pretty highly in that 2018 draft along with Baker Mayfield, but it wasn't until, was it week three or week four that when the Browns went out to California to play the Oakland Raiders that we all were introduced to the great Nick Chubb. He burst through the offense or the defensive opponent. He burst onto the scene. He had three carries. Two of them went for touchdowns, one of 40 some yards, the other one of 60 some yards and welcome to the NFL. Welcome to becoming one of the next legends of Cleveland Browns football. So that was one great game. We will, I'll never forget. That was an amazing moment. Um, there were other games along the way. Go back two or three seasons ago in 2020 when the Browns needed to win the playoff game or to, needed to win the game to get to the playoffs to play the Pittsburgh Steelers in the playoff game. They ended up playing Pittsburgh twice because they did win the game that they had to, but part of that moment in 2020 that helped – the Browns win that game was a dazzling display of um, cuts and weaves when Nick Chubb went 47 yards and exposed the Pittsburgh Steeler defense on a spectacular touchdown run that gave them the lead early in that game, gave them a lot of momentum and the Browns were able to secure victory. And the last game that, and I'll mention this as well in the article, you can read about it too, but I've talked about this, moment in time. And you probably remember this moment. It was the same season, 2020. Nick Chubb, was coming off of an injury and he, they inserted him back after the bye week. They had to play the Houston Texans and the Philadelphia Eagles in back-to-back home games. Do you remember that? And the weather was just like crap. Remember it's just ugh. And Nick Chubb, did everything that he could and it was spectacular. And it was a low scoring affair against the Houston Texans. And he has one of the most legendary, unselfish team oriented plays that I will always remember. The Browns are winning 10-7, the closing minutes of the game, but they needed to continue to run the clock. And he took the ball around the left side and burst down the, sideline virtually untouched could have gone easily in for the touchdown but going up for the in for the touchdown would have given the browns maybe a 10-point lead and probably a safe bet at winning that game but he chose to walk out of bounds at the 1-yard line which gave the browns the ball back and allowed baker mayfield to take a knee and run the clock out what a unselfish moment and that's who is what Nick Chubb's about. And that's why that was one of my all time favorite moments of Nick Chubb and watching him. So we're going to go take a break. And after the break, we're going to discuss the other article I wrote on Miles Garrett and those lovely folks out there in Twitter land. So this is the Johnny Cleveland podcast. We are part of the Fanatical Elves Network and we will be right back. Okay, we are back. This is the Johnny Cleveland Podcast, and I am your host, John Suchan. Welcome. Good morning. It is Friday, June 23rd. I am am drinking my coffee this morning. What are you drinking this morning? Or are you watching this uh, live? Okay, so I'm going to take a sip of my coffee here. And uh, the other article I wrote on Dog Pound Daily this week was about Miles Garrett. Hmm. Miles Garrett, yes. The article was entitled something along the lines of, Miles Garrett isn't exactly the leader that we had all imagined. Wow. I had no idea. I had some idea that there were so many Miles Garrett fans. Oh, my. They will do anything to go to the ends of the earth to support a one Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett, the defensive end of the Cleveland Browns, all pro, great player, great player. Let me start with that. If you haven't heard me, if you're on Twitter and you like to hate, listen to what I just said. Miles Garrett is a great player. You know it and I know it. But apparently the article title um, didn't go off too well for some folks. And... You know at this point you know when you when you write articles which i we do a lot of and they and let's start with this the articles that i write the articles that all the contributors here on the fanatical L's network from rod bloom to joel to elliot to steve all of them are amazing writers amazing writers and none of us write articles just for clickbait, like some of you out there in la la land like to project and so this article got a lot of hate and not going to be able to change any of those people that want to hate on that or or the topic or the idea that miles garrett is a god miles garrett is a person miles garrett is a great football player but there is a side to miles garrett that doesn't make him that outspoken, vocal leader. Granted, that, that doesn't have to be the case to be a great leader. That's not what the purpose of the article that I wrote was about. If you read the article, and many people unfortunately did not, they just read the headline, surprise there. Um, they uh, assume that the article title was to put to diss Miles Garrett if you read the article and i would i would challenge you to even open the article and read what it says you would see that it talks a lot about how miles garrett is a certain type of personality that doesn't um isn't more of an introvert and he's not the a person that's very outspoken but the the article also did go into a little bit of how he has had some instances. And those of you who want to excuse those instances, um, I'm that's unfortunate because there are some things that happen that have happened with him from helmet throwing to um, having a car accident where he was speeding extraordinarily out on a, on a county road to being kind of outspoken about various coaching staffs that have come and gone any of these guys from any player on the team have, has a right to speak speak their mind. And as a football fan, you or I, we want to see these guys play football. And that's what really we want to... We really should be concerned about. So I think the article was just there to point out that he's not exactly that outspoken vocal leader. And that's not necessarily bad. And I did not say that in the article. So those of you who did not bother to click on the article which it's not clickbait but if you didn't bother to even open the article and read what was inside of it then that's unfortunate and you will continue to bash really good people that do a lot of really good writing and and produce a lot of excellent content and that's unfortunate so um continue your ways on on twitter land in la la land as we will continue to write good material and produce excellent content for you. If you are a, a a diehard, um, caring and, uh, loyal Browns fan, none of us in this, um, business of writing articles or producing these podcasts are here to, um, bring hate. Like some of you like to project that's, Absolutely, the polar opposite of what we do in our business. We are doing these things because we love our Browns, like you. And hopefully, you can maybe turn a corner and turn a leaf, and maybe change your views and your points. Because if you're not going to open up an article and you're not going to read what's inside of it, or if you're not going to watch our podcast or listen to what's out there, you don't have to. You you can choose to ignore that but it's those of you who don't ignore it and you want to bring hate to those that produce the content which it's it's a really sad business that you're in and i hope that you can um, see that for what it is but you probably won't you'll continue to bash those who produce and create good stuff and so i feel bad for you with that I hope that all of you who follow the uh, all of our shows on the Fanatical L's Network and here on the Johnny Cleveland Podcast continue to listen and um, comment. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know what we need to need to get better at. Because we, we do want to get better. We do want to improve, and we want to bring you the best content. We have folks that are going to be there down on on the field of play. There are some opportunities for many of us who will be up close and personal with the players and with the team this upcoming season. So we're excited to be able to do that. We're going to give you more information about those opportunities that we have, share those out with you on this Fanatical L's Network. We can't wait. We can't wait for the Browns to have their uh, kicking off their training camp again and, uh all these things that are coming up so again i hope you have a great this is a great day right it's, it's a fun friday we have uh it's a kind of a dreary weather wise here in the buckeye state today but it's supposed to be a very nice weekend not nearly as hot as it has been we've been getting a lots of rain we love that the, the grass is green and we're going we're plowing through june and guess what fourth of july is just right around the corner fireworks folks fireworks the browns will be having a lot of fireworks this season down along the lakeshore i believe okay folks have a great weekend and um go browns this is the johnny cleveland podcast and i'm your host john suchin take care and i always finish with that's right remember too, folks to keep smiling